Hey, what's going on YouTube? This is your certified life and relationship coach, Coach Court. And in today's video, I'm gonna tell you what's gonna happen when you go no contact with the dismissive avoidant. Thank you for sticking around. If this is your first time viewing me, do me a favor and subscribe to the channel by clicking that subscribe button and ringing that little bell so you're notified for the newest content. I've seen a ton of coaches make videos about no contact and no contact rule, but there are very specific things that will happen with a person if you go in no contact with them and they have a certain attachment style. This video, I want to talk to you about what will happen when you go into no contact with a dismissive avoidant. It is completely different than any other one uh, of the other attachment styles. The dismissive avoidant, right away when you go no contact with them, if they were the one to break up with you, or vice versa, they're going to uh, feel some sort of relief. You gotta remember, the dismissive avoidant, they're taking a gamble by uh, getting into a committed relationship with you, and when they let people close to them, uh, it's tough for them because they don't like to be vulnerable. So when you break up with them or vice versa, they're gonna automatically feel relief. They're gonna feel like, all right, I can have my freedom, I can have my autonomy back, I can have my space. So when you uh, if you're waiting on them to reach out to you, I wouldn't hold my breath because they uh, typically don't like to be friends after. They'll cut off the communication with you. They'll feel like, all right, you're moving on with your life. I'm going to move on with mine. This thing that we had, they have a view of you know you being the one. And if you're not the one, because they have an unrealistic view of what relationships are supposed to be. And this is something that was formed in their childhood. Uh, they kind of struggle a lot with the all or nothing thinking error. Uh, they feel as if you're not the person for them, there's no more wasting their time with you. Uh, you're just not what they picture you to be because they tend to picture uh, the people that they're with, they put them on a pedestal. And when they see the flaws in them, which they do, don't forget the dismissive avoidant, like I talked about in my other videos, they look for the flaws in a person just so they can uh, come up with a reason to distance themselves and uh, come to the conclusion that this person isn't for them. So they're always looking for the red flags and they will find them. So when you go no contact with the dismissive avoidant, don't expect them to reach out to you. They won't text you because think about it. When you were in a relationship with them, chances are you were the one to initiate most of the contact. You were the one to do a lot of that texting first because they feel like they don't have to do that. They're they're in their own world. They're doing their own thing and they don't feel as if they need to be connected with you, especially if things aren't aren't going well. If things are going rocky, uh, they definitely will try to um, distance themselves emotionally and start their deactivating strategies. And distancing is one of their deactivating strategies. Will they come back? Chances are uh, they, they don't lose their feelings for you. They're just like everybody else. They don't lose their feelings for you, but it's going to take a while for them to start feeling the breakup. In the beginning, they'll feel the uh, relief, the initial relief. And then after about, you know, eight months, eight weeks, uh, around a two month mark, they'll start to reimagine the relationship and start to uh, actually grieve for the relationship. And I had somebody comment on my uh, one of my other videos saying that it takes two and a half months. That's ridiculous. Like, it's that's just how they process things. They... Uh, start to really grieve the relationship later on, far later on down the line than the other attachment styles. They don't want to feel that pain and that disappointment that 
comes with breaking up, they have a hard time accepting that. They really sit and think about just went wrong, what went wrong later on, maybe, maybe a month and a half to two months down the line. And that's when you will want to reach out to them and see how they're doing. Uh, if they were to reach out to you beforehand, like before that, that month and a half, two month mark, it's probably to come up with some kind of excuse to get you to talk to them. They'll act, they'll say, Hey, I left something at your house or you left something in my house. How do you want to organize this? How do you want to uh, get this thing settled. They don't want to look vulnerable and they don't want to make it seem like they're actually chasing after you. That's one of their biggest fears. They don't want people to feel like uh, they have to rely on them and like they need them in their life because that's just something that is like, that goes all the way back to their core wounds. When they uh, needed somebody, needed their, their, their either their um, their caregiver or their parent, that person wasn't there for them. When they really needed them, in their developmental um, states or their uh, previous relationships that didn't work out. When they reached out for that person, they really let them down. So now they put these walls up. And if you were to go no contact with them, they're going to automatically assume like, oh, this person is leaving me just like everybody else. Like it's legit. I've been, I've, I've coached many people who uh, feel that exact same way that have the dismissive avoidance style. So that's what they'll feel when you're they're in no contact. And you have a much better chance of, of uh, getting them back if you were to uh, keep things light. Don't try to force the relationship. Don't try to get them back right away. Because what's going to happen is they're just going to get really annoyed with you. And they're going to get angry because they're going to they're gonna feel like you're trying to control them and force them into doing something that they're not comfortable doing. You have to let them do that on their own. You have to let them come to you when uh, they f they feel like they have uh, gotten over the negative emotions that they feel from the breakup. And uh, I've had people say that they were in relationships with dismissive avoidance and they reached out to them. The dismissive reached out to them and just to create small talk. And the reason they do that is because they want to see where you stand mentally and if you actually still miss them, they won't come straight out and say it because they're just not going to do it. It doesn't feel good to them. It doesn't feel rejection feels horrible to them. Honestly, rejection is probably one of the biggest fears of a dismissive avoidant. It's how they primarily operate. When a dismissive avoidant uh, style was being formed, they had to basically do things on their own. They were independent. They had to learn how to pretty much do everything. They They had to become adults quicker than they wanted to be so when somebody comes into their life and tells them hey you're not doing this the right way uh or you, you can do this much more efficiently they kind of feel insulted like look i've done this and it's worked for me so don't come into my life and try to make me do things the way you want to do it they have a hard time uh making changes and and dealing with change that's why they like to keep things simple and the way that uh they know would work because it's always worked for them can you get a dismissive avoiding back yes but it's very difficult. It takes a lot of work. It's gonna take a lot of trust building because if you guys broke up and they felt like the relationship just wasn't going the way that they wanted it to, or like you're not the one for them, it's gonna take a lot of rebuilding of that trust to get them back. Is it worth it? I would say that it is because dismissives can be some of the most um, <laughs> fulfilling relationships that you can have, but on the flip side, 
they are the ones that will most likely, uh, this is just a general rule, uh, have short-term hookups in between uh, you guys breaking up because they are okay with having these superficial relationships and not uh, dealing with relationships that involves too much emotional uh, engagement. They're just like everybody else. We're all human and we want companionship and we want love. But the dismissive avoidant, when a person gets way too close to them, they can't they can't sustain that for a really long time because they're going to start looking for their exit. So if you found this video of any value, please like, comment, and share. Follow me on my other social media sites. Instagram is I am Coach Court. Uh, Twitter is Coach Court Two. And my Facebook is I am Coach Court. Thank you guys, and I will talk to you soon.